Hello, listeners and fellow explorers. This is Living in the Sprawl's lovely and talented producer-slash-wife, Lisa Steinberg. I wanted to thank all of you for your continuous support of the show. As a new podcast on the scene, John and I self-support the logistics and research that go into the show. The number one way to support the show is to rate, review, and share this podcast with everyone you know. Many of you have been doing this, and it has helped immensely. I also invite you to check out our website and the show notes for other ways to support the show. We are currently working with companies we currently use ourselves to get discount codes for our listeners and support the show in the process. These companies include Every Table, Just CBD Store, Gold Belly, Cats Botanicals, and so much more. By using the links on our website, you are letting them know we sent you and in turn supporting the show. You can also support us on Patreon and Podfan. Please check out the website at livinginthesprawlpodcast.com for updates on companies we are working with, our testimonies, links, codes, and new Living in the Sprawl merchandise. Again, thank you to all of you, our lovely listeners, for tuning in every week and allowing us to do what we love. Without further ado, your humble correspondent, John Steinberg. Hello. And welcome to another installment of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises, ready to bring you yet another exciting foray into the vast, expansive terrain that we have lovingly dubbed The Sprawl. On the show today, an examination of celebrity. Well, not quite that. Specifically, we're going to be examining 10 celebrity-owned restaurants that you can visit in the Southern California Sprawl. This region is synonymous with celebrity. If you've seen 2016's La La Land and you've never visited the area, you'd probably think, well, City of Stars. All of the famous people in the world happen to live within the greater Los Angeles area. While that's not exclusively accurate, it's kind of close. And the truth is that with the celebrity culture and all that it brings to bear, a natural extension of this culture is restaurants, hangouts, places to eat, Places to spend time without feeling like you're going to be mobbed by TMZ reporters. In short, this area has an abundance of establishments that are owned by extremely recognizable faces. The modern quote-unquote celebrity restaurant, for our purposes, let's say it begins in 1991 when Planet Hollywood first opened its doors in New York City. Previously, the Hard Rock Cafe and its association with glamorous rock musicians had laid the framework. But when Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis lent their own personal cachet to the Planet Hollywood business venture, a trend began. We started seeing establishments like Bubba Gump and Margaritaville and Sammy Hagar's Cabo Wabo come to fruition. 
A mere association with a celebrity was a way to stand out from the crowd, distinguish oneself in an increasingly competitive culinary landscape. The promise of Planet Hollywood, the sales pitch as it were, seemed to go a little something like this. If you found yourself looking for a place to dine out and wanted to rub shoulders with A-list action stars, well, there was indeed a place that you could do it. And it was called Planet Hollywood. And if you didn't believe that sales pitch, well, all you needed to do was look at the surrounding walls littered with memorabilia from Terminator, Rocky, and Die Hard films, pictures with the future governor of California, Sly Stallone and Bruce Willis, which adorned Planet Hollywood, and you could feel like you were in close enough proximity to a star. Today... Planet Hollywood still exists, albeit with a fanfare not equally on par with the acclaim that it used to hold. No, today, as you'll see from this compilation of 10 spots to visit in Southern California, it's more about appealing to trends, being true to oneself, reaching a broad coalition of customers. In 2022, the celebrity restaurant doesn't mean that you might, keyword might, run into Sly Stallone at a planet Hollywood in some abstract concept of a family vacation near the city of Orlando. No, today, the celebrity-owned restaurant is more about essence, combined with social media and instant fan-to-celebrity interaction we now know far more about these stars than we ever did before. The restaurants they own are extensions of that connection. And as you'll see, it's all about being true to one's own essence. So, let us count down our 10 celebrity-owned restaurants in Southern California that you can check out for yourself. At number 10, George Lopez's Chingon Kitchen. This actually has a couple of different outlets, but we're going to focus on the one located inside San Manuel Casino and Resort. Actually, it's been renamed to Yamava at San Manuel Casino and Resort. Funny man George Lopez who grew up not all that far from where this podcast is being recorded in the San Fernando Valley, opened his fast, casual Mexican outpost at San Manuel Casino, catering to gamblers, visitors, hungry patrons from all walks of life. Here you can snack on signature nachos, or indulge in a true behemoth of a burrito. Outposts of Chingon Kitchen also exist at the Brews Food Hall in Torrance, and actually the second Brews Hall, which just opened in Hermosa Beach. Lopez opened a Chingon Kitchen in Phoenix, and his budding culinary empire shows no signs of stopping. At number 10, it's Chingon Kitchen from iconic comedian George Lopez at San Manuel Yamava at San Manuel Hotel and Casino in Highland, California. 
And number nine, Colin Cowherd's The Herd Burger, located at the Brews Food Hall in Torrance and at the Brews Food Hall in Hermosa Beach. Longtime sports radio personality and Fox Sports contributor Colin Coward opened this quintessential laid-back Southern California eatery a few years back, offering burgers, fries, locally brewed beers, a sports bar that's not exactly a sports bar. Or, maybe to look at it from a different vantage point, a new interpretation of a sports bar. We've covered the proliferation of food halls around the Southern California area, and the brews, which is adjacent to the enormous Del Amo Fashion Center in Torrance, is an example of what's possible. All of the ordering is done when you walk through the doors, and though there are multiple kitchens on hand, it's a one-stop ordering system cutting down on labor costs, overhead, while not sacrificing anything in the way of flavor, originality, or dining concept. For those that listen to Cowherd's daily Fox sports show, dining at his eponymous restaurant is a great opportunity to forge a relationship with the commentator beyond merely tuning in as you drive to work. The food's solid in the way that you'd anticipate at a local sports bar. They aren't reinventing the wheel, aspiring for Michelin star status. Colin Coward and the folks that helped bring this restaurant to life are offering reliable, delicious, and affordable meals that everyone can enjoy as they watch the Rams, Chargers, Lakers, Clippers, Dodgers, Angels, Bruins, or Trojans take on whoever they happen to be playing on the day in question. And number eight, Clutch Roadhouse. This is in Venice, inland Venice, but Venice nevertheless, and comes to us by way of John Quetus. Most recognizable to audiences from his turn as Miguel Rivas on the breakout basic cable hit, This Is Us. I was reminded of your prototypical biker bar, roadside, pit stop, a place to fuel up for the long haul, even though you are smack dab in the middle of West Los Angeles. They've got burgers, pulled pork sandwiches, outstanding chicken wings, all of the accoutrements you would expect to find at roadside establishments. There's a well-worn biker aesthetic to clutch. Loud rock music plays as folks dressed at least partially in leather flock to the bar to snag another anchor steam on tap. Clutch Roadhouse is a great option for those that aspire to travel the length of the Pacific Coast Highway on a motorcycle but don't have the time, the motorcycle, or the inclination to put it all together. Redefining the idea of a comfortable biker bar, it's Clutch Roadhouse from This Is Us cast member John Huertas. At number seven, 
Beignet Box in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard. This dessert specialist comes to us by way of multi-hyphenate singer, songwriter, actress, all-around Renaissance woman, Christina Milion. I keep coming back to the word cute to define the interior of Benet Box. The type of location you'd expect to see in a heavily trafficked town square somewhere in Brussels. It has a very European aesthetic to it, and I mean that in the best possible sense of the word. The desserts here, what we've all come for, the beignet, a wonderful post-Friday night dinner treat, and as the location is on Ventura Boulevard, the options are plentiful when it comes to filling up on an entree before this spectacular second course. We love the music, we love the movies, we're not sure how we feel about her relationship with Nick Cannon, but we can say unequivocally that we adore Benet Box from Christina Milion. Number six, Blues, Fish, and Soul from rapper Blueface. Located in Santa Clarita, I had the privilege of frequenting this establishment on my way out to Death Valley as part of my bachelor party weekend. Though I can't say I'm the world's biggest Blueface fan, the restaurant that bears his name and is co-run by his father is an entirely different story. If you're looking for soul food in the Santa Clarita Valley, there's no other answer than blues, fish, and soul. Deep fried breaded catfish, outstanding shrimp po'boy sandwiches, soul food that belongs in the heart of New Orleans, but because this is the sprawl and it is the city of stars, the restaurant happens to be located in a completely anonymous strip mall outside Los Angeles in Santa Clarita. The place has a wonderful personalized charm. Memorabilia and personal keepsakes are to be found all over the interior. And the food, clearly designed with love, care, and a decided purpose, has everything your soul food craving heart desires. At number six, it's Blue's Fish and Soul in Santa Clarita from Blueface. At number five, Heart House from actor, comedian, celebrity pitchman, all-around extraordinaire, Kevin Hart. This just opened, and your humble host and correspondent was fortunate enough to be there for the launch of this all-vegan, fast-casual restaurant in the Westchester section of the city. A stone's throw away from LAX. Hart's House offers customers traditional fast food items, except everything here is made with vegetarian and vegan-friendly ingredients. For 13 American dollars, you can snare one of the restaurant's signature spicy faux chicken sandwiches, fries, and a drink. It's not a novel concept, but it's executed quite well and doubles down on the increasingly noticeable popularity of vegan and vegetarian forward restaurants. 
Mr. Hart clearly wanted to provide his fans and those that have just landed at LAX with a delicious, cost-effective option that won't fill you up with guilt and three times the amount of calories recommended for a daily serving. The Westchester Outpost is only the first in a planned flurry of restaurants backed by Kevin Hart coming to an area near you soon. There's a Hollywood location set to open quite soon. And other outlets of Hart's House have planned opening dates within the next calendar year. For a side of celebrity with your vegetarian fast food, consider Kevin Hart's Heart House. Number four, Trejo's Tacos from now legendary performer Danny Trejo. Who knew that the man who played Johnny 23 in Con Air from the 1990s would ultimately cement his Los Angeles legacy as a beloved restaurateur? There's been no shortage of Danny Trejo content in the last 10 years. He's appeared on commercials, released a best-selling memoir, and the man has appeared in countless film and television productions. A true native son, Trejo's Tacos has infiltrated Sophie Stadium, Los Angeles International Airport, A couple of very prominent locations exist in the greater Hollywood portion of the city. After his tacos proved immensely successful, he opened a Donut Forward Cafe. Danny Trejo's food and likeness are absolutely everywhere in the City of Angels in 2022. And while you would think that with such speedy expansion that the food might suffer, that's not the case. The tacos indeed are rather delicious, proving that even the most improbable of journeys is actually possible in a city such as the unofficial capital of the sprawl, Los Angeles. And number three a restaurant in Newport Beach on the Pacific Coast Highway. This rebranding of iconic landmark establishment, The Arches, comes to us courtesy of noted director and Corona Del Mar High School graduate Mick G. The man behind Charlie's Angels, Three Days to a Kill, the corn music video for Got the Life, Terminator Salvations, and a host of other noteworthy projects has been around now for over a decade. A restaurant took the space once occupied by a John Wayne favorite, Arches. This is neither here nor there, but the Arches was also my grandfather's favorite restaurant, and every year for his birthday, we would go there and he would indulge with a capital I in the Lobster Thermidor. But the Arches, at some point in the early 2000s, kind of, well, it was no longer seen as a cool spot to part with $70 for a steak. It needed some new life, an injection of personality, vitality, something to bring it to the level that folks dining out in Orange County were beginning to grow accustomed 
McGee kept some of the fine dining trappings while also implementing a daytime friendly cafe offering sandwiches, salads, and low calorie fare for the health conscious Orange County crowd. A restaurant was such a success that it prompted McGee to open a second Newport Beach based eatery. Within the last year and a half or so, McGee opened CDM on the Pacific Coast Highway, a couple miles down the road from a restaurant. But if you're looking for an Orange County experience without the plastic veneer, without the stilettos, without the scourge that seemed to follow the area after the Real Housewives of Orange County came out, then a restaurant from McGee is a terrific option. It bridges the gap between Newport's historical place as a yacht community and its current reputation as a celebrity hotspot. Number three, it's a restaurant from director McGee. And number two, Pizana in Brentwood comes to us through the aid of a couple of famous folks, none more so than actor Chris O'Donnell. Candace Nelson, the woman behind Sprinkles Cupcakes, is also involved. And the original Pizana in Brentwood has been such a success that two other outposts of Pizana have spawned from the original. One in the San Fernando Valley and the other in West Hollywood. Here, there's every reason in the world to believe that this is another overpriced, underwhelming, quote-unquote, celebrity hotspot that has the audacity to charge $37 for a pizza. But here, the food is actually tremendous. There's a Spago-inspired salmon pizza that deserves your attention, as do the outlandishly divine meatballs that you can get as an appetizer. Maybe Chris O'Donnell's best days as a film headliner are behind him, but with five kids to raise and a permanent gig on a CSI-type television show, Pizana's success might actually outlast his legacy as a thespian. For those of you that loved Scent of a Woman, the curious rom-com The Bachelor, and his turn as Batman's sidekick Robin, do yourself a favor and get your hands on a pizza from Pizana. And that means we have arrived at our number one spot on our list of the 10 celebrity-owned restaurants that you should know about in the Southern California sprawl. Lisa and I had the great privilege of dining at Tajine, owned by Ryan Gosling, recently, and can honestly say this is a spot you should go out of your way to check out. It's been around since the mid-2000s, and Ryan Gosling is on record as saying, this is the type of food I want to eat for the rest of my life. The Moroccan cuisine offered at Tejin is a far cry from the seafood towers found at trendier places such as Ketch and Craig's. And even though Tejin is technically located in the 90210 in Beverly Hills, it really doesn't feel like it. It's removed from Rodeo Drive and the corporate card crowd. 
Tajin is located adjacent to a liquor store slash deli. The inside has a ton of personal touches, like the Citizen Kane poster hovering on a wall near the restroom. The staff here are attentive, knowledgeable, everything you're looking for from a wait staff. And whether it's the appetizers or the entrees, if you've got a refined palate, Tejin is going to bring something to the table that you're into. And that's going to do it for another episode of Living in the Sprawl. We would like to thank everyone for their continued support of the show. A couple of easy ways to demonstrate such support. Hop on Apple, iTunes, leave us a five-star rating and a kind review. That stuff helps us out a great deal. Follow us on Instagram. The handle is Living in the Sprawl Podcast. Drop us a line. We always love corresponding with listeners by writing an email to us at livinginthesprawlpodcast at gmail.com. We'd also like to direct you to our tremendous website designed by my wonderful wife. And it's here that you can get your hands on Living in the Sprawl merchandise, the Living in the Sprawl guide. If you want it and it's Living in the Sprawl related, the website is the place where you can get it. So again, on behalf of myself, I am, as always, your humble host and correspondent. My name is John Steinberg, joined by my lovely and talented producer slash my wife. Her name is Lisa Steinberg. We are the team here at Sprawl Enterprises thanking you for joining us on another episode of Living in the Sprawl, Southern California's most adventurous podcast. Talk to you all quite soon.